Welcome Spartans to Mission Debrief! We're playing every mission in the mainline Halo video game series in chronological order, discussing our experiences and sprinkling in a little lore along the way. If you'd like to play along and have your thoughts spread on the show, email us at podcastevolved at gmail.com or drop us a tweet at podcastevolved on Twitter. We'll be starting our next season about Halo 3 ODST on the next episode. That's right, we took a vote and we're going to make you wait to finish the fight. This episode, we're debriefing Halo 2, the whole thing, and talking about how it stacks up against the previous games. Kind of, we'll be tossed, we've played three now, so we'll be kind of talking about, you know, comparisons on gameplay, weapons, all that fun stuff. Um, I'm your host, Colin Perkins, alongside David Arnold. Hello again, everybody. And Krista Brown. Hashtag blur for life. That's right. So so far, we played three games, and I'm going to try to recap these three games in a couple sentences. Um, I had a hard time with Halo 2, as you'll find, because there's a lot in that game. But the story so far is, in Halo Reach, we suited up as Noble Six and were deployed with a team of Spartans to do everything we could to repel the invading Covenant forces before having to admit defeat and help the Pillar of Autumn escape from the planet's glassing. That took place from July 24th. 2552 to August 30th, 2552, a little over a month. In Halo CE, we dropped out of slip space and explored the mysterious Halo ring that Cortana randomly uh, brought us to. As Master Chief, we discovered the flood and realized we had to destroy the ring in order to save all life on the galaxy. That took place from September 19th, 2552 to September 22nd. 2552, so just a couple days. Now, Halo 2, um, this is the hard one because there's so much. The mystery, the mystery of the Covenant and their di- diabolical motivations are finally revealed. Playing as both the Arbiter and Master Chief, we defend Earth, discover another Halo, fight more Flood, witness the downfall of the Covenant, chat with the Gravemind, team up with a betrayed Sanghealy race to stop Tartarus from firing the Delta Halo, and then chase after the Prophet of Truth to finish the fight on Earth. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just a couple things to go over. I mean, it that I can't, that was the, the best I could do to distill everything down. Because there's pretty so good job. <laughs> much. Um, so the date of the game, October 20th, 2552, to November 3rd, 2552, but then also flash-forwarding to November 17th, 2552. So we go in and out of, of slip space in there, um, do a bunch of stuff in on the, the Delta Halo and High Charity, and then we go back to Earth. So uh, a little a little under a month for, for Halo 2 total. Then we also have that Mos- uh, Jameson Locke cutscene at the very beginning, of Halo 2 Anniversary, which is in the far future of the timeline. Um, we'll get there eventually. The also, no so, one cares about Locke. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. So lots happening in Halo 2. Yeah, that, it's just it's crazy to think about. We've been playing this game for a long time because, as we mentioned in the previous episode, we play one mission a month. Or one wish, one wish in a month. Yeah, yeah that was five years later. We're finally yeah. done with Halo Two. Oh my god! <laughs> um, so it feels to us like we've been playing this game for a long time. Hopefully, you played it through faster than that um, than we did. But but the, the other conversation that we've had is you know the, when we recapped Halo C or Halo Reach, we just kind of recapped that game. When we we recapped Halo CE, we kind of had a comparison point with Halo Halo Reach and Halo CE. Now playing Halo Two. It's going to be hard for us to, for any of us to say like, 
Halo 2 is worse than those other games. So we're going to kind of keep the conversation just around Halo 2 and talk about kind of all our categories. You know, gameplay, weapons, vehicles, enemies, level design, lore. Um, and then we also talk about characters here in this section. Then we'll go back and there's like some other... Um, some videos and things like that that you can watch so we'll just chat about those kind of about the making of the game originally the remaking of the game for the anniversary um, and then there was a Halo 2 demo that was kind of revealed it was played way back in 2004 but that um, recently on Halo's uh, Mixer channel um, I don't know if they'll save it for very long or not hopefully they do but they actually play that E3 demo um, so yeah, we'll, we'll try to get through this quickly, but we did want to at least kind of give you our overall thoughts now that we've played Halo 2, um, you know, what, what we thought about all these individual kind of categories. Um, Gameplay-wise, you know, we've played the three games now. Gameplay, this game, by the end of this game, you feel, I feel good. I don't, I don't really have that many complaints gameplay-wise. It just feels, it feels good. We mentioned in the last episode, like, the, I think the Banshee acts a little bit differently, and like, like the vehicles act a little bit differently, and... You know, um, there there's differences, but Halo 2 itself feels really, I mean, really solid, rock solid. David, how do you feel about gameplay from what we just, from this game? Um, from this game, well, originally it was such a jarring change from CE to 2, and yeah. I think you can find that when you play MCC Collection and you go from one game to the other, mm-hmm. and you do like any kind of mix of playlists and you're chopping and changing, it is a bit, there are differences in the gameplay. The stuff that I loved in the first game didn't come across to the second game. So, like, the speaking of weapons, let's say, like, the pistol and the shotgun were totally different. Mm-hmm. And that to- did give me kind of sour taste in my mouth at the time. But then, you know, the battle rifle is so amazing. Um, dual wielding was great fun, even if a little bit kind of unusual in, in how it worked. But I did really enjoy it. Um, it takes a while, too, to get used to, like, the sounds. Yeah, that too, like, I mean, and even just, like, how Chief Troll's grenades is different, so, like, there are, just, you have to get used to it, the the kind mm-hmm. of, like, how it works, but gameplay-wise, like, I loved boarding, I loved, like, using all the vehicles, I mean, it is just an explosion of mechanics, and, like, it's just a, a bigger game, mm-hmm. Um, so, absolutely, I loved it, you know, uh, from a gameplay pr- perspective, with my own personal things that I dislike, yeah. but um, the game itself, I mean, I can't fault it, really. What do you think about the differences gameplay-wise, Krista? So, as we've been talking about, we only play one mission a week. So, in that time, we're playing a bunch of different games, all, you know, new titles and stuff like that. And honestly, going back to Halo 2, the only, like, big kind of outdated feature Halo 2 has is the zooming. Because now it's always on the trigger instead of um, through the stick. Mm. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's good. But other than that, the shooting is really, really solid. Like, it... I'm playing Red Dead, I'm playing Overwatch, all this kind of stuff. And it still feels really natural to go from that to Halo 2 other than the Mm -hmm. zooming thing. So, I mean, it really, um, it doesn't feel super outdated. Like, it feels a little dated, but it doesn't feel ancient, because, I mean, Mm -hmm. Halo 2 is kind of ancient now. But it, um, it, it really holds up with other shooters and stuff like that, especially when you're just going through the campaign and hanging out and having fun. It still it still feels really really good and the gameplay is still really solid and you never in Halo CE you kind of get the feeling that I want to do that but I can't. That's mm-hmm. what I kind of feel in Halo CE a couple times yeah. but I feel like no, I, get you. I feel like Halo 2 kind of gets over that a little bit more. Like of course some things like grappling and stuff like that isn't available in Halo 2 but other than that like 
it, it's really it holds up really really well and you kind of don't feel super limited mm-hmm. even though it's a really old game yeah the um the we talked about it in the previous comparison whereas the the shooting is rock solid and again we're playing it in chronological order not in release order so it's different like we played the super polished game in halo reach and then went back to halo ce um and you know felt a little bit of the i don't know growing pains is not the right word but just it, it wasn't as polished it's still great gameplay so we, we mentioned that it started gameplay started at a really high level and they've just added a bunch of things and tweaked a bunch of things and to your point krista is like the things that you wanted to be able to do now we can do Mm-hmm. Um, and we're and those are the things now really moving forward for the most part you know there's some, some more enhancements to look forward to but for the most part you know this is now this is how you play Halo now is with these you know these gameplay mechanics um, but yeah I mean it, it's it, it's hard to comment anything on anything beyond that other than it's just it's a little bit it's different but it feels good when you're playing Halo 2 um, it feels it feels like you can do everything you want to do and um you know it, the, the, it, the controls are tight shooting's tight it's all good so so from my perspective you know I, I didn't feel like i was i was wanting to play one of the other games when i was playing halo 2 i felt like it's like okay this is just this is this is great i'm having a lot of fun it all works um so that's kind of the higher level question um but now we kind of get into the specifics of of the weapons from the game and the vehicles and all the other stuff, kind of the, the, the individual elements of the games. Weapon-wise, I missed my AR. <laughs> I don't know why I like that weapon so much, but it wasn't until partway through the game I was like, oh, I'm not getting that, am I? <laughs> you don't get the AR at all in Halo 2. Um, you get a bunch of other stuff, but you don't get that assault rifle that you that you grew to love. Well, I guess I grew to love in, in Halo CE, but you get that in Halo Reach. AR's in Halo Reach 2. Mm-hmm. Um, what what was what what were your thoughts about the the weapons, David, in Halo Two? I guess you can. I mean, you know, this is gonna be hard to compare all the games, but just your thoughts on the weapons from what we've played so far. Um, for Halo Two, well, I already said. Obviously, the Magnum is a disgrace. Um, <laughs> that kind of killed it. You know, the that because. The pistol on Halo One is such a huge iconic weapon, and then going into Halo Two when it's just not—you can't even say it's nerfed because it's just not there. Um, I actually one of those things that I know isn't competitive or good. Like I love dual wielding. I I actually I like doing it in the campaign. I like mixing and maxing mm-hmm. different weapons, and that's something I really grew to enjoy and missed in the later games when they removed that mechanic. Um, the battle rifle is amazing. I do love that weapon. Yeah, I find it hard to not pick it up. Um, the sniper rifle is pretty much the same. Uh, I'm still crap mm-hmm. with it, so uh, I tend to ignore it unless uh, unless I actually need it for a specific thing. Um, the covenant weapons are okay uh, in terms of, uh, of how they work and stuff. I'm I'm never mad for a modem. The brute plasma is kind of cool, and I know they're I like dual wielding them. Does give you kind of interesting combinations. Yeah. Um, dual wielding needlers is hella fun. And right. so much else. The carabine is pretty badass. I suppose it's just like the alien battle rifle, yeah. but that is pretty cool and very useful in many many situations. In, in terms of weapons, it's a it's cool. It they're they're good weapons in Halo 2 and obviously the weapons they brought in and the way they worked got totally like defines the game as a series. Then and they pretty much iterated on those as be, as they went in and they did eventually fix the pistol. So I mean mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. But um, 
Chris, that's kind of how I feel. Chris, are you big oh. on do? Oh, go ahead. The sword. Yes. Oh, hell yeah, the right. sword. Yeah, that's probably the biggest that. one weapon for mm-hmm. Halo Two is allowing you to use the sword. So obviously that's awesome. Yeah, we we use the sword in CE, but or in Reach, but not in CE. Yeah, sorry. It's so, the first time we get to use it. In release like, order. In yeah, in release order, it's the first yeah. time you ever you've ever picked up a sword as Halo Two. Yeah, and that was a big thing. We don't really cover off on multiplayer stuff, but was the sword a big deal in Halo 2 from <laughs> yeah. multiplayer yeah. standpoint? The, oh, my God. Like, the lunge is with crazy. My fr- People did crazy The lunge is crazy. Stuff. We used to, like, because of my circle of friends, we viewed it as OP. We would play multiplayer matches where we would have our house rule, you can't pick up the sword. Do you know what I mean? Because oh, if you have right. the sword, you win. Do you know what I mean? Because back then, like, we didn't have, like, I wasn't that good at multiplayer, but, um... I think I act. That's not a lie. I think I feel like I peaked in Halo Two, and I've never been as good since. But sure. like, in terms of circling my friends, like they couldn't do anything if I had a sword. Do you know what I mean? They mm-hmm. just weren't able to do anything more, and so it was very much a case of just don't use it. Yeah. Chris, are you a dual wielder? I dual wield when I'm playing Halo Two for fun. Okay. And I think so not in the mission, like the, during the series, you didn't do it much. Um, you know, if I'm playing anything above normal, I won't do it, but when you're playing normal, you're just playing Halo 2, you're hanging out, you're having fun, that's kind of what Mission Debrief has been been about, it's not about being super competitive or anything, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I did find myself picking up du- and dual wielding during this game, because it's a lot of fun, the mechanics are pretty good, it's just kind of fun to just pick up stuff and just, just destroy with, um, it's... It's a, it was a great mechanic added to the series, and like mm-hmm. David said, it some of the older titles don't have it anymore because Master Chief just lost the ability to carry two weapons at once. Right. But, um, yeah. Dual- but it wasn't Halo 2. I mean, Halo 2 makes sense to duel, two, right? Halo 2. <laughs> two weapons, two Halos. <laughs> right. <laughs> two main characters. Two main characters, yeah. yeah. Lots of dualities, I guess. Um, yeah, the weapons for me, it's, it's just so much. So it's hard. It's hard. You know, I, I like the carbine um, the most. That's kind of my, my favorite in general from a Covenant standpoint. Um, but but getting used to the BR after a while, um, you know, it, it feels good. There's just, there's so much so much variety, and you can really kind of take your own path. I think we kept, during the missions, We I would regularly ask, you know, okay, what do you, what do you guys playing with at this point what are you playing with with at this point and we usually had our own kind of set you know sometimes we have some overlap but you can that's the cool thing about the game is you can kind of play any way you want to with the dual wielding and all the different different weapons um vehicle wise is kind of the next one i wanted to talk to they made a bunch of changes in halo 2 from a vehicle standpoint you can get in the wraith you couldn't get in the wraith before in halo ce you can do the the boarding action is a big deal um that's that mysterical or mysterious specter is a thing so <laughs> there's lots of <laughs> lots of changes from a vehicle standpoint and one of the things i probably mentioned before but one of the reasons that i love halo 2 so much is that you know i, I like playing first person shooters but halo it just it makes those weapon or those vehicles such a big part of the gameplay Whereas other shooters, a lot of times it's just kind of, you know, you're you're on rails and you're just, you know, trying, it's like a shooting gallery type situation, but there's so, the levels are so open and they, they uh, account for back into, vehicles. 
Yeah, and pulling back into third person is so huge. Yeah. To why they work the way that they how, how they work so well. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. What what's your vehicle of choice in Halo Two, David? In Halo Two, well, in this playthrough, I think the one I kind of used the most and kind of enjoyed was probably the Banshee. Um, I think so in terms of like definitely from the Covenant perspective. I mean, the Ghost has a cool boost. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the Spectres, the Spectres, I don't like it as much at all. Like that, like as much as I like the Warthog. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the Scorpion tank, you don't get it that much in this game. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it's super slow like it's way yeah. slower than it than it was before so i'm probably gonna say banshee just from my point of view because I, they added it they you know they gave it the banshee bomb you could do like the swirly you could do like acrobatics and stuff mm-hmm. it's good cool. from a vehicle perspective that's Krista, what's your favorite um land vehicle wraith sky vehicle well there's only one choice and that's the banshee right mm-hmm. uh i think the nice thing, because Halo 1 did have some vehicles, and Halo Reach, of course, had some vehicles, but I feel like Halo 2 has more levels where they're available to you, which was really, really nice. Kind of was a little more incorporated in the gameplay. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, that's true. Like, one in one in one mission, you get to do a Wraith and a Banshee. Like, that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And, of course, all the Flood missions have a bunch of vehicles in them, and you can kind of just do whatever you want with them, pick whatever vehicle you want, commandeer whatever vehicle you want, which is really cool. And I feel like Halo Reach and Halo um, 1 kind of put you in one vehicle and wanted you to kind of stay on it. Mm-hmm. I feel like Halo 2, you kind of get to pick and choose a little more. Yep. Oh, totally forgot. The Gauss Hog. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, the Gauss, the Gauss Hog. I love the Gauss Hog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just one... Is it one or... Is it another spot besides... Was it Metropolis? It may be in maybe? the. F- I think you can get it in the flood mission. I think it's in there somewhere. Oh, okay. I think um, the flood have it, and you can yeah. commandeer it from them. But, eh. <laughs> just explode them. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I, I think if I'm wanting to play the way that I want to play, I always hop on a ghost because that's it. Just feels the the best to me. Um, so I probably say ghost is my favorite. But if I'm looking to, I don't know, branch out, um, which I didn't really until the, playing the wraith at the very end of the game. I really enjoy, enjoyed that and wish I would have tried driving that a little more often. Um, those The Covenant vehicles are just so much fun. So much fun to get into. Enemy-wise, there's lots of different enemies here. So this is the first time um, in release order that we're fighting the Brutes. Um, and drones are a new thing as well in release order. We've played them all, all both against, against both of them in Reach, Halo Reach. But um, release order, those two are new. Um, the a- I feel like the enemy AI, it didn't feel that much smarter to me in than in CE. It felt similar. But having the Brutes in there added that bullet sponge element that that's kind of always there with elites, but it felt more so. Whereas you didn't have like that shield break moment where you're like, okay, now they're, they're vulnerable. It was more just, okay, I just got to throw a bunch of bullets into this guy, take him down. Well, and even Reach had the mechanic where you could shoot the helmet off the brute and then get a headshot on him. Yes. But in right, Halo it 2, breaks. it's just just put as many bullets as physically possible into it, and it will eventually die. Mm-hmm. You can do that in Halo 2. You can pop a helmet and get a headshot. Um, it's a bit more difficult, yeah, it's but it's doable. Do. I think, I think mm-hmm. the hitbox is harder or something like that. So let's so... do this for enemies. 
Let's talk about our least favorite enemy because that's usually the one that's most annoying. Uh, <laughs> Krista, which is the least, which is the least favorite <laughs> enemy in Halo Two? Buggers. I think it. Yeah, maybe buggers. But if you're listening to this and you're listening to all these shows in, in sequence, the one enemy we're probably bitched about the most is Jackal Snipers. So yeah. I'm gonna go with Jackal Snipers. That's true yeah. too. That one's really bad. They're not that easy. To, they're not that hard to kill themselves. They're just a pain in the ass because they always snipe you before you can see them. Because they can one-shot you on the higher difficulties. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I ended up hating killing the Brutes just because they were such bullet sponges. And that 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 charge, the Brute charge, is just super... Especially yeah, in that the, last, when they berserk. Yeah, the berserker. Yeah. Uh, in that last area before you meet Tartarus, that was kind of... I mean, it just brought back bad memories of that room playing on the higher levels and legendary. So, yeah, buggers and Brutes are... You know the most annoying and probably the toughest for me. David, did you say, did you have one? Yeah, Jack and Sniper. Oh, that's hundred percent. Okay. Um, let's see here. What else do we want to talk about? Level design. That's a bigger question. Um, is there's more to it? There's a lot more variety. I feel in Halo Two. So when we're comparing, so I think I mentioned in the last wrap up is that Halo CE or Halo Reach was trying very hard to mimic the experience from the, from the previous games. I think they did a good job, but the I don't know, it feels like the, the true, like the the better, the more real, the more um um I don't know what word I'm looking for, but but the way that Halo 2 pulled it off was I guess more authentic is what the word I'm looking for. I I really like the level design. Um, in Halo 2 across all the missions. There's lots to do, lots of different ways to do it. So Halo 2 feels really good from that standpoint. David, how do you feel about level design? I know your favorite CE. Um, mm-hmm. Can you compare those two? Well, yeah. Well, CE has a lot of repeats, and I feel yeah. this game did better in giving you a variety of that in terms of locations and where you go. That even when you're on a Halo, it's not exactly like previous Halos. And I don't know... I. Going to High Charity was awesome. Fighting on Earth was awesome. <laughs> Fighting in Delta Halo was awesome. You know what I mean? They have great locations. And I think the, the skyboxes, again, are amazing. I mean, like, what's not to love about Halo 2's campaign design? You know, it's, 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 it is it's it's pretty cool. There are missions in there that we don't like. There's always one mission that you hate, like, do you know what I mean? But there, it's a good, well-designed game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you can't really argue against that. I mean, I'm sure you can nitpick away at, at certain things. Krista, how, how are you on level design? Oh, the level design's fantastic. I think that every mission is very unique in its own way. I think every mission kind of gives you a sense of depth in the world and kind of does a very good job at kind of immersing you and making these set pieces that are contextually fantastic to what to the story that's going on and you get to go to cool places, see cool things. And just kind of you're able to lose yourself because of how like the skyboxes are really nice. Just Everything around you is really lush and fun, and that's kind of part of the remastering because, you know, the remaster does help. But if you remember CE, a lot of the spaces were just kind of wide open and felt a little more empty, but I think Mm -hmm. this one's a lot more populated. Yeah, definitely. The next question I'm going to ask is um, about lore, and and I just want to make a note, I guess, because, you know we're obviously focused on the lore and so that's that's what we're most interested in but because the level design is the way it is it's so interesting it's so good you know some games 
you know you play for the story like an adventure game you play just for the story and the gameplay mechanics are okay um other games you play because you know the game is awesome um you know it feels it's just fun to play and to you know to figure out the puzzles or or shoot the bad guys or whatever it is whereas the story's not really there this game crams a lot into both of those areas and it's the it's the combination of those two things that really makes this game great um i I just kind of want to mention that because there are so many games that are just kind of one or the other whereas this is both um but lore wise there's just it it's hard to compare against the other two because they're just they did such an amazing job and this this halo 2 this is kind of the platform moving forward of what what halo the franchise is going to be um David, Halo CE is is it's the core of what Halo is. Can you can you kind of expand upon like you know when you look back at at, at your Halo experience, um, you know comparing Halo Two to Halo CE. Well, we just won't talk about Reach right now, but what what is it about Halo Two that sets it apart from Halo CE? Um, and, and again, knowing that you're more of a CE guy. Yeah, but even like the overall game that I love is CE just from everything, but um it is a simple story and they well, took That's not a bad was... thing though, I don't think. No, no, I don't, I don't say that in a bad way either. It is just an an easier to follow story. Um it but in there were still lot you still had lots of questions and there were still lots in there for as simple as right. it was. We're still dissecting and you know mm-hmm. dialogue that happens and transcripts are very interesting to read just for what's happening in a mission that you may not be aware of. So Halo 2 took that and just fucking exploded the lore into us um, from the yeah. terms of like the Covenant, just the humanity, what it was like. We got to go to Earth, we got to see all of these different systems and different ranks and different kind of infrastructures and it was just it was unbelievable like it was just such a huge huge lore dump mm-hmm. which there was that game and i was watching one of the documentaries kind of uh, making a legend which is on the halo channel but you can get to it via the menu and look at the videos and when you go into the menu of master chief collection and the little extras in there it'll bring you to it anyway with like one click so it's like they said uh, i can't remember max Huberman's had said that from in terms of the story of Halo 2 up to a third of it maybe even a half was cut so when you think about yeah. what we got how much was taken from it right. do you know what I mean it was just so jam packed there was just so much there there was just the formation of the covenant all, all, God, everything is in there it's awesome and then you had the terminals on top of that telling you loads more mm-hmm. I mean there's just so much there so much and it was it was awesome I, lo- I loved every second of learning as much as possible much as at the time I disliked playing as Arbiter I did love the what the missions, what they were, the story they were giving you, and seeing how the races interacted with each other. Seeing the schism happen was awesome. Do you know what I mean? It was just full of great moments. That like even right now, there are so many books and comics and extended Halo lore that takes place around that time period. Yeah. Even now, do you know what I mean? And we're like the current year is twenty five fifty nine, and we're still talking about twenty five fifty two. Do you know what I mean? It's still huge. It's just so much there. And there seems still so much we don't know and things that like had happened in different places of what it was like. And uh, it's just huge, man. It's just it's cool. It, Halo 2 was, takes the cake um, in that kind of category. And I think that's a testament to, I mean, obviously Bungie, but largely Joseph Staten. Um, watching kind of the the making of Halo 2 originally and... 
and um, you know the, the recent videos, a lot of it is like he was the writer. Granted, there's lots of contributors, but I think just it feels like he a lot of this is his brainchild. I'm sure he collaborated with other people, Jason Jones and other team members, but I think the the depth I think is really what he he loves clearly, um, and his efforts and like kind of the the uh, roadmap I guess of of the universe was a lot of his brainchild and he crammed as much as he could you know I'm sure a lot of that those painful moments when they were cutting I'm sure that that destroyed him along the way because he he wrote a lot of this um you know to kind of chop away a lot of interesting things that he wanted to cram into this game but but I, I my appreciation for him has grown I guess as I've gotten deeper and deeper into understanding the lore and just the, the franchise that is Halo. Chris, anything to add? I think you guys sum- summarized it up pretty well, but I mean, this is kind of, this game gives you the base knowledge that you take on for the rest of the Halo games. Mm-hmm. Like it just, it gives you the tools to help you understand everything else that's going to happen in all the other Halo yeah. games. I think, I think CE did a okay job at kind of setting up the universe but i think halo 2 is the thing that really solidifies it as a space epic which is kind of what Mm -hmm. it is it's just this epic story about all these different races and stuff trying to figure out what they're gonna do (laughs) yep and i think this is the game that really solidifies it as this crazy crazy universe with all Mm -hmm. this crazy crazy stuff going on yeah, Halo CE kind of planted the seeds for what could have been something cool, and then Halo 2 just blew it out, completely blew it out. Um, and that's why we're here today. That's why we're, you know, we have a community on Facebook, and, all, and you know, that's why there's the, the um, podcast Evolved and lots of other podcasts that are out there. You know, we're still talking about Halo because there is so much. And, you know, we don't talk about, you know, I had an idea. What was the game? Um, oh, I'm forget. Quantum Break. I wanted to do a podcast about Quantum Break, and like, there's just not much to it, and it's not going to be an extended universe in that. But you can't do like a one-off video game isn't gonna isn't gonna have the type of legs that this what this franchise has really established, and especially in Halo Two. Um, so that kind of plays into characters. Maybe we just talk about our favorite characters here in in Halo Two, um, who we thought. I don't know, just what we thought was the best from a writing standpoint or, or who we thought was the most fun. David, who did you like the best in Halo 2? Let's just pick, well, you, you, maybe you can pick up to two, but let's try to focus on one if you can. I will say Sergeant Johnson. Yeah. Just because he went from nothing in Halo CE where he wasn't a real character, mm-hmm. he was just a character model to an actual human character mm-hmm. because of the, the huge response from Halo CE warranted this this man get his own character get his own catchphrases you know he's mm-hmm. just amazing he's awesome he's so much fun halo is always great in terms of a very serious game with a great sense of comedy to it mm-hmm. um even with like you know the grunts are always funny do you know what i mean there's always uh, elements of that and johnson just is such he kind of commands the room i think when he's in it in terms of the game do you know what i mean you're watching this cutscene with johnson you're kind of saying what what's johnson going to do do you know what i mean it's it's interesting to see his input yeah. and to see that built i mean we recently read a book um that had sergeant johnson in it again and it was always loved reading uh seeing his version of events through his kind of eyes and it's it's great to see that him fleshed out as a character like that and i just loved him in halo 2 i thought he was awesome is it his he? multiple sp- 
isn't he like in his sixties in like in the current lore too? Like at this point, like he's he's getting up there in age, but he's super spry and witty, and you just you just love him. You know, like he's in the middle of it. He's in the middle of it all. I can't, yeah, I can't, be, I can't be sure of his age, but sixty? No way, he can't be sixty. Mm. He old. I'll let you twist. He's old. I'll let you twist my arm and say that he's fifty. But he's I need to look 50s that up. Sixties, but anyway, Krista, who's your favorite? I think the best new character in Halo Two was the Grave Mind. I think it's nice. probably one of the more interesting characters. I think he really solidified the Flood as a huge threat and kind of gave you a better understanding of what the Flood is and what they do and kind of makes them a bit more terrifying because there is this all-encompassing mind controlling them. And I think you don't really get mm-hmm. the scope of Gravemind until you kind of look into it a little more, but it definitely plants the seed of wanting to discover I like that. Um, God, now I want to. I want to say more than one because I have a lot. <laughs> you can't. We all said um, one. <laughs> ugh. So I'm gonna go. So we'll do. We'll do one more, and then we'll maybe we'll do it afterwards and talk about other characters. But um, I'll say Truth. I think they really do a good job of establishing him as the head of the Covenant, and I, I love his voice acting. His voice acting is amazing. And, and he is persistent throughout the entire game, whereas, you know, some players kind of fall off here and there. Um, you know, he has kind of the biggest part throughout. And, you know, we're at the very end of the game. You know, we see him at the very beginning of the game, and we see him at the very end of the game. You know, he's there the entire time. He's that bad guy. He's um, He's got the crosshairs on him. Essentially, we need to stop truth. He's, he's the evil guy. Um, so I really like what they did with him. They made him complex enough to... Um, um, I don't know. Question: Like he's not just doing bad just to do bad things. Like he has r- reasons, and they flesh that out from other um, other media as well. But but tr- the truth truth himself is is really interesting to me. Any other characters you want to mention? <laughs> uh, all of the other prophets are really interesting, and in just learning about the hierarchy, the hierarchs, and you know mm-hmm. how the covenant kind of worked before Halo 2, because everything kind of changes during Halo 2, but you kind of get a insight into how the Covenant was before the schism and all the prophets died. <laughs> yeah. And I'll see that, um, that big controversial character that was the Arbiter. And sure. so obviously he came out of nowhere, became huge. I thought he, his background was actually excellent. Again, I, I do admit, concede the fact that I was not happy playing as him back back in the day. I do appreciate it more now, what they were trying to do. Um, and you can see them try to do it again in Halo Five, and that also didn't work. But it was he was he's a great character, and he's huge now. And I love the voice actor. I've always loved yeah. Keith David. I've loved I loved Arbiter's story arc in terms of where he goes. He was when you actually break it down, he was probably way more interested and had a proper more arc than Chief maybe did in terms of where he was at the beginning of the game to where he ends mm-hmm. up at the end, and then where he goes from there is kind of huge in terms of like. I suppose we'll get into it eventually, but like in where he goes is 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 awesome. Yeah, it's interesting though. You know, our protagonist for the majority of the games is Chief, and I don't think we'll ever say Chief is really our favorite character. You know, he's our favorite <gasps> being, but like on a game to game basis, you're just kind of playing as Chief, and he has a couple one liners here and there. Um, he's not he's as interesting. They, they flesh as the him other out characters. later in the later games, though. Yeah, maybe maybe we will we we'll get there, but um, like Halo Halo Four is his game. Yeah, yeah. I'm is. just saying that now, so. Um, I do want to mention Miranda Keys. I think it's very cool that they they wrote her in yes. as the daughter of 
um, Captain Keys, and she kind of she does what he didn't do, which I think is great. You know, she, she they both kind of chase after the the Covenant. They both find a Halo, um, but she was the one that actually was able to stop the firing. Well, I mean, I guess they kind of did, but 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 Captain Keys didn't follow it all the way through, right? He got caught caught along the way, but she was able to help stop it, and I think they did a good job with her. Um, I like her voice actor. Yeah, I, Same. I liked her a lot. Yeah. Julie Benz, I think, is a, I believe is her name. She's in some other re- more recent sci-fi stuff, too. Oh. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the major categories. I guess from what what are the other highlights? You know, we talked about, you know, if you've been listening, we've been talking nonstop about what we've been doing in the game, but are there any, like, major highlights that you want to just touch on right here, maybe just one or two um, that really fight. capture the the essence for you of halo 2 david yeah the scarab fight when you're in those yeah. two missions in metropolis and the outskirts that makes sense. that was huge i love that that was so cool mm-hmm. and just the size of the scarab boarding and fighting the the crew and i love that i've always loved that gameplay sequence i thought it was uh, awesome that was one of the stand-up moments i think halo 2 i just think the scarab fight like you know yeah it's cool yeah that makes sense krista do you have one or two that you want to mention i think i think First, you know, discovering this next Halo and kind of learning that there are more Halos was mm-hmm. pretty crazy. And also high charity. Just high charity in general was yeah. pretty well, insane. One. Yeah, I agree. I think the for me, the implementation of the Brutes, you know, even though I don't really like playing them, but they that adds a lot more depth and more um, another layer of, of gameplay. Um, you know, again, if you're not paying attention to the story, um, it you, you need the variety that they add. And so I think just just the fact that they're there and they're switching it up and you're not just shooting grunts and, and elites the entire time, um, you know, and there's other enemies to talk about too, but, but I think they do a good job of, of entering them into the fray. You know, again, if you're playing in, in, in the order of release, the, the, the new enemy and the, and the fact that they're so important too is interesting for me um i kind of want to rank the games now we played the three <gasps> just a quick like don't think about it go one two three david what's what's your order right now hmm maybe god damn i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know ce2 reach okay chris that's what i'm thinking about it uh to reach CE. I think mine is... Oh, I think mine's the same. To reach CE. Weird. David, what were you Stop again? Stop copying me. CE first. CE first. Then two, then reach. But like two and reach, I don't know, man. It's been... Oh, I don't know. We've it's played them so, so far apart like... now. Like I wanted yeah. to say two, two, one, then CE, then reach. But I think I did at the end of the day end up where like, I can reach a little better than CE. Um... Yeah, so hopefully this has been a good series for you guys. You know, we're going to continue doing this throughout the entire um, entire franchise, all the mainline games, and then you know we'll see what happens with the, the new game whenever that comes out. Maybe we'll we'll keep going with some of the other RTS games and and what are the the, the Spartan Strikes of the world? You know, we'll probably talk about those eventually too. Um, there are for you to check out. There are there's the making of Haley Two that came out. Um, it's on YouTube. You can check that out. That came out back in 2004 as a, like a disc with the game. Um, 
that's got a lot of interesting insight about kind of what th uh, Bungie was going through at the time. You know, they they created CE and they really needed to blow out. You know, they 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 had so much more in mind and they really they wanted to make that next step for Halo Two. And Halo Two was a huge deal. It was like one of the biggest video game releases of all time at the time. Um, so it's interesting to go back and, and look at, at that and how they made the game, you know, kind of there's lots of talk discussions with Joseph Satan and um, um, Marty O'Donnell and, um, you know, the other team members and, and kind of get a little behind the scenes action. And then also talk it talks about kind of all the stress that went through with actually getting it out the door. One of the big interesting things, too, is the they highlight the E3 demo. I think it was from 2003 and um kind of everything that went into that they recently played the halo 3 demo or the e3 demo um on the halo social stream so go check that out um it's kind of cool for you to see i think it's sketch and um uh frankie go and go and play through that and kind of try to break it and and, and try to experience what that was like at the time and kind of put everything into perspective there's a couple of interesting you know lore drops and, and some conversation pieces i think the arbiter man they, there was a different name for the arbiter at one point um dervish i think is the name for arbiter <laughs> originally like a whirling dervish i believe but they had to change it for some reason um so go check that out it's like an hour and a half you can kind of just have it on the background but um it's kind of cool to check out did either of you guys check out those things? I know there's the, the remastering video that we've probably all That's watched. That's the only one I watched. Now. Okay. What did I you call it the bits of the so of the social stream where they were replaying the old de e e the, that demo? Mm -hmm. What did you think about the, the remastering cool one? Because the the original making of Halo Two was it, it, there's a different tone to it. Um, there, it's more about them, you know, wanting to. to to blow it out and then kind of the scramble to get it out the door and the kind of the relief and all that sort of stuff. Whereas the re remaster what it's called remaking the legend is about just like it's, it's heaping praise on the game cause it deserves it. But then they also needed to be careful with what they were doing and they were trying to, to enhance it for the anniversary. I think there was way more, probably way more pressure with what they were doing. Um, now than back then and I say that just not because Halo 2 wasn't a big deal but they were doing four games this time right. and we all know what happened with that release but like it was so ambitious it was so huge mm -hmm. and it was just crazy and I think they I feel like they pulled it off you know I, I've if you've listened to the show and you know who I am you always know I'm a MCC apologist I guess for lack of a better term you know I loved MCC when it came out I didn't care about the multiplayer at the time um, obviously it's a big deal now but I loved the campaigns I loved the remasters I loved the playlists do you know what I mean all the Chivos oh my god all the oh, Chivos yeah. do you know what I mean I was I'm still now super happy with MCC do you know and I'm glad it's gotten better I'm glad they created that team to come back and try and fix it and do do things yeah. better we're getting regular updates it's huge and I'm so happy about that well and I don't know how you know I'm sure they f they figured it out when in the moment but uh, the Master Chief Collection came out a year before Halo 5. So 343, you know, I'm sure there are different teams and all that sort of stuff, but they essentially were working on both those games at the same time, both, both releases, yeah. among among other things. So there was a, there was a lot going on um, for them. They've been, they've been working pretty hard, and now we're kind of in that lull space. Um, right now it's two, 2018, almost 2019. 
a little bit of a lull right now. We're looking forward to the next release. Um, but they were they were cramming in a lot of work at that time. Um, and ultimately, Halo Two Rim Anniversary is amazing. So, yeah. Oh yeah, the the anniversary, like the package of Halo Two Anniversary, is great. It's yeah. better. Th- it's better than the first game. Like, like in my opinion. Mm. I mean, they they did a great job of of enhancing it with the blur cutscenes and you yeah, know, that's amazing. all the the HD uh, enhancements, all that stuff. Chris, any thoughts on the on the two games, maybe on the the original and the remake? Um, I honestly, they did a really good job at keeping just Halo Two still feels like Halo Two, even though it's like super fancy now. Also, um, you were going back and talking about CE a little bit in that remaster. I'm not sure CE would have benefited as much from blur cutscenes as Halo 2 does. Because CE doesn't have as much facial features or anything like that. Mm-hmm. The cutscenes are way more simple. While the um, while Halo 2's, even when Halo 2 first came out, the cutscenes were still super cinematic and really, really um, innovative and different for the time that mm-hmm. it came out. So... Yeah, the um, I mentioned Joseph Staten before. His title was, I think, writer and then director of cinematics. Like they gave him that title because that was such a big part of the game. Yeah, and they did like. There's tons of cinematics in Halo Two. I mean, mm-hmm. every single, every single mission has at least two, if not three. Mm-hmm. So um, it definitely benefited a lot from the blur cutscenes and just kind of making it even more movie-like than it was before. Because if you go back and you watch the original cutscenes the and the blur cutscenes side to side, they changed the pacing up a little bit just to make yep. it more cinematic and immersive and more dramatic. Like, the blur cutscenes add so much drama to a very dramatic game. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, yeah, so so definitely go check out those resources. Um, there's just a lot on Halo 2, a lot around this timeline. So that's the other thing I wanted to talk about. You know, you're obviously listening to a lore podcast, so there's, there's other things to check out. I think I mentioned some of these on the front end of this series. But there's I Love Bees, which is kind of lore, not really lore, but kind of, it's interesting. Um, there's Conversations from the Universe, and that was actually packed in along with this um, Halo making of Halo 2 disc with that, the limited edition um, of that release. And that's um, just a deeper dive into things that were going on, some interesting tidbits that they wanted to include. There's some um, 343 Guilty Spark has some things to say in there. I think there's a conversation with Master Chief at one point. So there's like, I don't know, a handful, maybe 10 just different dialogues to go check out. Have you guys read those at all, or or are you recalling that piece? I think in the fe- I think I have looked at it at some point, mm-hmm. but it's been a while. They're just like little s- snippets, you know, something that you would read. Like today, it would have been like a little text log that you would find. They would have just kind of popped up there. Um, just adds adds a little more depth, I guess, to the game that's already very deep. Already has a lot. Um, so on a comic standpoint, um, we've talked about Halo the graphic novel. So that, that plays into this Halo 2 timeline quite a bit. Um, it was written after Halo 2, so um, it also kind of plays in a little bit to Halo 3. Halo Uprising, I've already mentioned that. That's what takes place um, on the two weeks that Master Chief is hanging out in the Dreadnought, but it also has a big element of things that are going on on Earth. And then books to read, um, Halo First Strike, 
and Halo Ghost of Onyx would be kind of help bring you forward in the universe. There's also soundtracks. Um, Halo Spartan Strike, if you guys have played that. It's like a twin-stick shooter that you can play on, on Windows. It has... Um, the very beginning of that game takes place during Halo 2 um, in New Mombasa, which is interesting. Do you guys Did you guys remember that? Oh, gosh. No. <laughs> Spartan mm-hmm. Strike was uh, interesting. <laughs> is it Strike or Assault? Which one came to console? Both. That's the only one I played. Oh, uh, Assault. No, only one Assault one came to console. Yeah. I think Strike is only on Windows. Oh, okay, that's why. Um, yeah, so there's there's two twin stick shooter games that they've released. Spartan Strike is the second one, and the first little chunk there, you're in New Mombasa and you're chasing down the conduit, which is some mysterious um, forerunner artifact. And they actually show the conduit in one of the terminals. Um, I'll let you figure that out if you really want to, but you can see it in like they they did draw that connection between the two the two games. Um, I think that is about it. Uh, other than that, you know, feel free to email us or whatever if you have questions. Halopedia is a great resource if you're you're really digging in. Um, anything else that you guys think that people should check out as we move into Halo Three? We're gonna do do ODST as we talked about. Uh, we mentioned Human Weakness, which is kind of following Cortana's story. So go ahead and check that out. It is super super interesting. Um, there's not as much reading material between Halo 2 and Halo 3 than, like, between Halo 3 and Halo 4, which we will get into later. Mm -hmm. So, go ahead, read those short stories and comics, and be prepared for the big read. The big read Mm -hmm. is what we'll call it in two two games, so, like, three years. (laughs) We'll be there in three years. Um, anything else to add, David? No. The no. game's amazing. It's great. <laughs> okay, David. <laughs> That's it. You guys know, there's loads of cool content yeah. out there, loads of kind of stuff. We've mentioned a whole ton. I mean, there's, there's lots going on in Halo. That's why we're here. You know? Absolutely. All right. And I think we did a good job there recapping it for you. Um, oh, there is a community question. If you still have that up, David, um, we did ask. Uh, the, you did ask a question. Yeah, I did drop a question mm-hmm. in there um, for the community to, to weigh in on. So we'll read that quick, and then we will get out of here. Colin, 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 Colin Perkins. As you know, 343 went all out with the remastering of the legendary game as part of the MCC Halo 2 anniversary. In your opinion, what was the what was improved? What was best left alone? Is Halo 2 anniversary better than the original release? It's a quite a controversial. So Chris says blur, <laughs> as you can imagine. Uh, Jesse White says yeah, blur is what made the game shine. I mean, the obvious thing is that the cutscenes are absolutely beautiful now. Jesse White also says, and yes, it's better than the original release. It's buttery smooth at 60 FPS and so oh so pretty. Uh, Wise Man says, visual nitpicks, marine deal, armor isn't faithful. I know that's Miles. He's <laughs> trying to do a stupid Miles. Grave my design and misinterpreted and distorted. Uh, I liked it, Miles, but whatever. You're wrong. Uh, iconic musical tracks not adapted like Breaking Benjamin and Incubus using motion capture reduced the action in some shots and the rest is really good much better than CEA see this is why I don't want Miles he's crazy he doesn't know shit <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh be nice David Jesus <sighs> <sighs> anyway hello to Justin Taylor says H2A felt like a movie graphically it hooks you and feels superior to H2 in every way but one thing the inability to perform Swordfly for so long was frustrating um, but that being said I truly love this game it's absolutely epic Michael Riffity Bido says, just let Blur animate my life, please. <laughs> it's pretty funny. 
Very nice. And then over in the Discord, we do have one response. Yeah. So I'm going to pop that up again because too many people posting in Discord stuff all the time. We have Physical Sky 128. So the only problem I have with H2A is that there are only a handful of multiplayer maps and they couldn't bring back a few of the songs in the campaign. Otherwise, it's a gorgeous game and I absolutely mm-hmm. love it. I think that's interesting the amount of people that comment on the music. I wouldn't have thought it was that big of a deal. But, well, um, the music was really, yeah, really cool. cool. I think there was a licensing yeah, totally. issue, and that's why a lot of it did. A lot of the like bands they hired to be in Halo Two weren't able to come back. They did bring back um, Steve Vai, that guitarist. They did bring him back, mm-hmm. so he has some tracks on there. Um, but who was the? There was another guitarist. I'm forgetting his name right now. He's very famous. Um, that John Mayer. Yeah, Mayer. Yeah, he's on the original one, but not. I don't think on the remaster, on the anniversary. All right, we did it. We That'll got through Halo 2. <laughs> One of the longer games. Yeah, the long, I think the longest game. I don't know. Um, so that'll do it for a recap. Um, on the next episode, we'll be prepare, We'll be covering the Prepare to Drop cinematic and Mombasa Streets missions of Halo 2 ODST. As I said, we're going to make you wait. We're waiting. We're going to go back and find out what happened after Regret took that slip space jump in the middle of the of New Mombasa. So send us your thoughts at podcastevolved at gmail.com or drop us a tweet at podcastevolved on Twitter. Until next time, evolve. Evolved. Evolved. Oh, my gosh.